You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast at the Coronavirus Sessions. My name is Colin Austin, and my co-host is the one, the only, Michael Deeds. What is up, man? How are you? I'm well this morning. How are you? Good. What do you think of these little coronavirus Zoom sessions? Have you been liking them? I like them because there's a lot of different perspectives. Uh, you get to see how this is affecting everybody in different ways, in the same ways. And, you know, a lot of it's been some strong brainstorming out of it. So so I like them. It's fun because we, we joke like we would do this every day if we could. And now we're actually getting a chance to. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's, it's super neat. I don't, I'll be honest, like I'm not a, I, I miss the studio so much. Yeah, I saw that Mike's, Mike Bertolfo, Bertolfo's episode came out, episode 101. And it was the last studio episode that we had recorded. And I'm like, man, I want to get back in the studio and have that face-to-face studio time. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just a fun experience, but uh, I'm I'm missing that. I can't wait till we get back in, but but this has been a good, a good filler and it's been super valuable for sure. I'm definitely learning a lot from everybody. So, uh, and check your, check your internet speed, man. You're lagging a little bit. (laughs) And now I'm talking to Mike and, uh, and while he's doing that, let me go ahead and thank one of our uh, incredible sponsors, Matt Houchins. You guys, I don't know if you guys know this, but Matt is a Gainesville native, and this guy is like an SEO genius, man. He's got the SEO thing down. Uh, he, he helps local and national businesses by making sure that they show up when customers are searching for the products and services. Uh, through the end of May, Matt is doing a, like an audit for, for Google My Business, uh, a, a Google My Business audit. Um, all you have to do is update our show and he's going to do it absolutely free. So, uh, just want to like, let you guys in on that and let you know that. So if you want to have Matt do that audit for you, go to GNB for Gainesville, GNB SEO.com. That's search engine optimization, GNB SEO.com. And Matt Houchins will take great care of you. Matt, thank you so much for being a sponsor of our show, man. We really appreciate it. And I also want to give a couple shout outs to some donors. And Eric Gilbert, who was on the show previously, and Carrie Sadis, who was on the show previously, uh, gave us some donations towards our podcast. We really appreciate that. Helps us, you know, pay for our, our team to, to edit these and schedule them and everything else. So we really, really appreciate the support, you guys. Um, thank you so much. And I'm excited to get into the show today because my good friend Jill Nash is on the show. Jill, welcome. How are you? I am doing good, Austin. I'm calling you Austin. <laughs> hey, it's okay. I called, I called Kristen Hadid, Kristen Maid last week. That's so I was like, Kristen Maid from Student Maid. I was like, yeah, it's, it's fine. Hey, it's the way it is. I'm doing good, Colin. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. So um, why don't you just uh, really quick tell our audience a little bit about what you do, you know, who you are, how long you've been doing it, that kind of thing. Sure thing, Colin. Um, So I'm with Advantage Media Promotions, and I've had my ad agency for over 15 years. And over the years, I've gone from just being a marketing agency to being a leadership and marketing agency. So basically, I run leadership seminars, and I like to bring other leadership content to all my businesses that I work with and to our community. And then also, we do full marketing campaigns as well. Cool. So, I mean, being in the event industry right now, uh, like, I'll be honest, I don't, I'm kind of glad I'm not in the event industry right now, 
Um, if there was one business that I would not want to be in, it's, it's events. Um, so talk, talk to me a little, and, and I, and I say that knowing that you've already started to figure this out and started to figure out how, how to navigate it. Um, because you had, you had me and a, a bunch of other great speakers come and speak at, at this virtual conference, which was really, really cool. And so it's cool to see how quickly you adapted, um, teamed up with Elio on that to like broadcast that on Facebook. Um, so why don't you talk a little bit about the impact that you're seeing on your business and, um, and, and a little bit more about that evolution. You know, it's interesting because I made a decision late last year to do a lot more with leadership and our events. And so it used to be marketing was first and events was second. And then I was placing our leadership events first. And who knew that this was going to happen? Right. Um, definitely crazy. And I had a set plan for this year and that plan was messed up. <laughs> so it was definitely disrupted. But you know, Colin, I think you and I are, are very similar in this in the standpoint that we'll be innovative, that we'll think through, you know, what we can do different. And I started thinking, how can I bring hope to our community? How can I use the gifts and talents that I have? And whereas I know people are not paying for an event right now, I did have the idea, like, let's put together a virtual leadership event. This year would have been our 10th anniversary of LeaderCast. And as you know, we were actually going to do our own live event this year. We were transitioning and doing that for anniversary. So I thought, well, let's just do this early. And literally in less than two weeks, we had a commitment of eight speakers. And you, of course, were one of them. We had several in the local community, but we also had somebody from Texas. We had somebody from California. And I thought it was just so cool how everybody was willing to donate their time and their expertise. So in a week and a half, we put together a virtual team and that was the beginning. And for me, it was a great example to show that we can do this ongoing. So we're still planning our event in September. I don't know if it'll be live in person or not, hoping it will be, but if not, it showed me that we can do a virtual event. So our event in September is still on. So how much time do you need to really make that decision of whether or not, you know, can you like say it's going to be lot, you know, it's going to be in person until the week before and then just go, nope, not in person anymore. <laughs> or like, are you, will you make that call months in advance? Do you, have you already kind of thought that process through at all? Like when do you have to make that call? That is a great question. I know definitely not the week before <laughs> I said, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to plan for both and I'm going to plan as if we're doing a virtual event, because I think if you just say you're doing a live event, then people may be disappointed. But I think because of where we're at now, if I say, you know what, the plan is we have a virtual event and if we can go live, we will go live. So I already have our location. I already have part of our team. I already have um, our speakers and there's certainly details that I need to figure out over the next few weeks But my hope is within the next four weeks that I will be able to have everything up on our website and start selling tickets for the event and I will probably promote it as a Virtual event that we hope to go live and I I'm working on some ideas for our sponsors that I actually think Can benefit them in a great way being online um, as much as if it was in person yeah, that's really, that's really cool. Um, so, I mean, I know that you are really in tune with the leaders uh, of Gainesville. Um, you know, is there anybody that has really stood out? It sounds like there's like a monkey in my backyard. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear this stuff. Yeah, I'm like about on the back porch, like recording these things. And 
<laughs> oh man, it's like all sorts of noises in the back. We live in a jungle, apparently. Uh, but from a from a leadership standpoint, is there anything anybody that you've seen that has really stepped up amidst this crisis that's really impressed you? Anybody that's just kind of been like, whoa, like we need more of that. You know, somebody that people can like look to. You know, during during this mess. Yes, I think I mean there's so many that stand out, but one person that comes to mind is Joe Cerulli with Gainesville Health and Fitness Center. Um, I watched his video and and I've known Joe for a long time. When I used to work for Cox Media years ago in my 20s, they were actually one of my clients and one of my first clients. And when I first had my idea of changing the community, Joe was instrumental in that. So we go way back and just listening to him and the way he talks about his employees and the way he was willing to put the memberships on hold and the way he just cares about the members and everybody around him, it was very, very touching. And I, he's definitely an incredible example as a leader. And even as you've seen on his social media, I think you're doing some consulting work with them, right? Yeah. So you're doing some work with them. Yep. And, you know, so even some of the comments, you know, when people are saying, hey, I'll continue to pay my membership, keep me on there. I mean, come on, you don't always see that. So incredible example of a leader. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because even I, you know, I'm 37 years old. Like I've definitely, I've had my company for 16 years. Uh, you know, Mike's, Mike's been working with me since 2004, you know? So like, it's that we, we've been doing this a long time, but even I crave that leadership. You know, I crave, like I, I crave to know what the, you know, what the Joe Cerulli's of Gainesville are doing. You know what I mean? I'm like, in fact, like in that first week, I was like very much a lot of my mindset. I was like, I, I wonder what Joe's doing. I wonder what John Spence, you know, I wonder what's going through yeah. his mind right now. I wonder what, you know, like all, all those, you know, bigger names. I'm like, what, I want, I want to know what they're doing. <laughs> you no, know, that, like that. That, yeah, that's true. And that's, and that is why I did the virtual conference and I want to do more. And that's why like, even with Elevate, which is our conference in September, I purposely chose not knowing what was going to happen, but I purposely chose leaders who are also um, coaches and trainers for local businesses, not just here, but around the country, because they've been doing this for 15 plus years. And, you know, so like you said, John Spence or Greg Bowles, you know, who is with us, there's another company called Velocity. And there's a guy, Dan, that's going to be one of our speakers. So I'm looking to them to see what they have to offer because they work with so many businesses and they've been doing this for a long time. So I can't wait to hear what they say as well. Yeah. And, and kind of on that note, just kind of thinking about Joe's video, you know, that's something that, and it, it, it's kind of a straight, it's kind of like a strong uh, business media marketing tactic in a way. Like, like I've seen Joe speak on stage a bunch, but I don't see a ton of video content from Joe, right. you know? So it's like, when you see his face, you mm -hmm. like stop and you listen. You know yes. what I mean? So like, I, I'm kind of thinking that that's a really strong strategy because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, man, anytime I see Joe on camera, I'm like, everybody listen. <laughs> you know? No, I agree. And, and I hope that he does more of that. I know that when we, um, they've been a sponsor when we did LeaderCast for all these years and for our events. And we've done some, you know, videos with them for, you know, leadership tips, but most of the time, and there's nothing wrong with it being his staff because they're team players, you know, and their staff has a lot to say, but there's nothing like the CEO, the founder of the company standing up there and being there on the video. So I agree. I hope to see more of that. 
and and for our audience like i definitely want to be have complete transparency i'm not like here you know jill i actually was just asking a question of jill and jill just brought up joe but but i do i do do i do consulting uh, with gainesville health and fitness they are an incredible group um their marketing team debbie and paula inside of you know that lead the marketing over there um absolutely execute uh so well on a lot of this stuff and it's it's been really really rewarding to see uh to really see how they're navigating this because they're one of those few businesses that had been mandated to completely shut down like yeah. no client no clients can come into your business so how do you how do you navigate that <laughs> you know when it's when it's 100% of your income are those memberships um so so that's been interesting but uh, you know i i know i know that they'll get through it because they they're just those types of leaders in the community so mike what you got brother uh, from a marketing standpoint, there's a lot of talk about the economy reopening and when that might be and what that language and advertising is going to look like. And then that floats this idea of are we going to approach it as a return to normalcy or are we going to embrace this as a new normal? And I'm curious what your thoughts on that are. You know, I do think it'll be a new normal and I, and I think some it could be better. You know, it's interesting. I have one client. Um, trade PMR. They're, they're local here in town, but they're national and they buy on CNBC. And, and we had talked to them about doing an event in, in, I think it was in New York for them and, and they weren't going to do it right now. But all of a sudden I'm hearing from CNBC just today and they're like, Hey, our event is going to be virtual. We, you know, we have some new things for your client to look at. So I know that that particular client of mine, they have an annual event that I'm sure they're not going to be able to do because it's in May. And so now I can go back to them with new tools for them to help them. So I think we just have to think differently. You know, we have to think, how can we market online? I mean, even for my own ad agency, I have, I'm thinking about some new products and services that I can offer online. I'm thinking of doing podcasts, you know, maybe not what you guys do, but something a little differently and probably, you know, It'll probably have some marketing, but it'll probably be more geared towards leadership. Um, and then with my clients, I'm thinking, okay, how can I help them with their content? How can I help them connect more? Because everybody is either on their laptop or on their phone. So I feel like there's a lot we can do online with marketing, at least to keep their brand and their name out there. What has been the biggest adjustment you've had to make uh, with, with everything, all these new rules we're, we're playing by, uh, you know, even as a consumer, what's been the biggest adjustment you've had to make? <sighs> That's a good question. There's so many adjustments, right? <laughs> right. I, I, I was standing yeah. in line at Publix the other day and counting the people in front of us. Oh and my like, gosh. What, what if this like was how it always was? Or what if this is how it's always going to be? You know, it's just kind of crazy to think about. It is because from standing in line at Publix and, and watching the people there, like, you know, like one day I was there and everybody was just kind of quiet and staying to themselves. And there was an older gentleman and anytime he would walk past me, he would kind of like back up, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm just smiling at everybody because I'm social and I can't help it. But I think that's probably the hardest adjustment is not being able to be as social as I want to be in the few times when I go out. So you know, we had to, you know, we've had to go to the doctor. My husband had a scare a couple different times. So 
you know, and then I had to go and you, you drive up and they come outside. They don't even let you in. <laughs> you know, and you're, It's just a strange feeling. And I want to hug everybody. So it's kind of strange. Like I would visit my mom and I would sit in my car and she'd be outside talking. So probably the social aspect of it and just hugging people, smiling and just wanting to kind of get back to that. Right. They, they had the, um, the, the aisles of the grocery store marked with traffic arrows and you, you can't enter this way, but you can this way. So it made, um, it made the flow a lot nicer. You didn't have to run into people, but then you have a couple people that hadn't quite picked up on it yet. Um, so we were kind of joking about that. And it's like, I see things like that and it's just like, is, is that, you know, is that going to stay? Is that what I ask myself? You know, like there are little changes, little adaptations that we make out of this uh, social distancing mindset. But like, I, I just kind of catch myself asking myself a lot, like what, what do these are going to stay uh, whenever, whenever it's not as big of a threat, you know? Yeah, I would like to think from that standpoint, we'll get back to, to normal. Um, I mean, you think about 9-11 and that was such a tragedy. And even though we had to make a lot of changes in the way that we traveled, I still feel like life got back to normal. But I think we have to be mindful of what we learned. And I think we have to think about, okay, how will we prepare if something else happens? If anything, I know that what it's causing us to do here at my house is we're talking about how can we prepare better? And I think that's extremely important to think about, but not to be fearful of it because, you know, life happens, but I think we'll get back to somewhat where we can be normal again. Sure. I would be interested to know like a little bit about those conversations. I mean, what in prep, in, in terms of better preparation for next time, like what, what do you think? What do you think? I mean, what, like, what do you, what have you guys talked about? Toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> like what, like having the extra stock in the, the garage? Yeah. Or? I mean, I think some of it is just the practical, the extra stock of the, the toilet paper or, you know, I guess you always want to have water, but making a list of the things you'd want to have on hand, your first aid kits. But like, I was thinking about this yesterday, even making sure that you're staying up to date on all your doctor visits, like your physical, you know, making sure you've had your teeth cleaned. I mean, things like that may be put off for a while. And if you keep up to date, um, then that's a good thing. But it, it also made me think, how important is it to be healthy in every aspect of your life? So to be physically healthy, emotionally healthy, spiritually healthy, every which way, because if you're not healthy, something like this can really mess you up. So I think taking care of yourself is important too. Yeah. And, and Mike, like thinking about like what, what you said, I, I kind of think a lot of this is going to have to do with how long this thing sticks around. Right. I, I feel like, I feel like we woke up tomorrow morning and they're like, Oh, I don't know. Like COVID-19 just disappeared. Nobody, you know, it's just gone then I, I think instantly everything goes back to normal. Like, I, I, don't, I think the traffic arrows in the grocery store <laughs> come up off the floor. I think, you know, like, I just think it go, instantly goes back to normal. But if this thing sticks around for months, years, like, like who knows? I mean, then the new normal will definitely be redefined, right? Or if um, it comes back, you know, they talk about it possibly coming back in the fall. Um, hopefully not. I mean, you know, we have, we have somebody here locally that's working on the vaccines. I don't remember who that is. Did you hear about that? Uh, I would assume it probably at UF if I had to guess or no, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I was going to say, I just remember reading something. I mean, yes, I know Shans was doing something, but no, it wasn't, 
it wasn't UF or Shands. I'll have to look it up because I remember thinking, wow, this is pretty cool that they're working on something so that we won't have to go through this again. So, well, and it's been cool kind of seeing, you know, like as of right now, the time of this recording, you know, years ago, Apollo 13 was happening, you know, during this time of the year. And, uh, you know, you think about like the crew dumping uh, or the, the people back at, at home on earth who dump all the stuff on the table and they like, or trying to innovate and create something to help. I think it was like carbon dioxide, right? Or something like in the capsule. And <laughs> I mean, I just, it's funny because I, I've like looked at some of the stuff that's been happening and, and I've seen like people who who don't manufacture ventil ventilation machines now manufacturing ventilation machines and seeing people like go to Home Depot and, and grab things to create, you know, a ventilation machine that you can, you know, air, air respirator or whatever they're called, right. you know, yeah. to like out of the, out of parts that you can get at Home Depot and like crazy things like that. And seeing just these doctors and scientists and researchers, um, you know, doing that kind of stuff is, I don't know, I don't, that's kind of interesting to me. It's, it's cool to see it happening. It is interesting. <laughs> You see a lot of innovation, you know, because of this and also Colin, what it also reminds me on a different wavelength, I guess, is I think this is really a great time for all of us to really be innovative and think about what we want to do with our lives. You know, I hope a lot of people that if you're not working, I hope people at home are really not just sitting there watching TV all day, you know, and that they're taking time and saying, evaluating their life and thinking, how can I grow? You know, how can I change whether it's at my home relationships or in business? Cause that would be really a shame for people to waste their time. Yeah. Well, it's funny cause we, uh, we did a little podcast networking thing last, last Friday and, um, super, super interesting. We had, did it via zoom like this and had a bunch of people come in and it was probably the, the deepest networking I've ever had. <laughs> I mean, we just got, cause, because, you know, every, everybody's listening. You can only, you can't all talk over each other. It's not like a okay. networking group where you got like, you're in a group of three or four people and you're all having your conversation. This was, this was a bunch of people in the zoom meetings. If somebody's talking, like you have no choice, but to, to listen and, and uh, you know, but it, it led to like really deep networking. And, and it was, so it was kind of cool to see that, but, it's interesting here talking about people talking about adapting. Yes, you got to adapt and you got to evolve. But one of the one of the big words that's really stood out to me over the last um, week, you know, last week really has been the word pivot, mm. right? And like, and the fact that we are not talking about minor pivots, but actual like major pivots. Um, and and I think I think Matthew Sauchik actually brought it up, and he said, um, and he was he's been on our podcast before, but he was talking about like the fact that businesses are probably going to have to make some major pivots, you know? And, and so I've been really thinking about like, what are the major pivots for us? You know, as a scooter dealership, you know, it's not simply adapting a process, but like maybe it's completely changing the, the model of business. Um, you know? And so, so I don't know. It's just like something interesting that has happened. I mean, have you thought through major pivots, for, for your business and what would a major pivot look like? Yes, absolutely. How do I, I don't know if people are going to want to come to a live event anytime soon, you know? So since events have been a huge part of what I've done, that whole model may need to be rethought. Um, 
maybe within a year or two, but I, you know, those are the things that I'm thinking about. And yes, there's a lot we can do virtually. So I am thinking, how do I create an online event that accomplishes the same thing that an in-person event does? Because you know me, I'm all about bringing our community together. I'm all about having the sponsors in the room. I'm about networking. And I'm kind of like you, like you said, you can't wait to get back in the studio. There's just an energy, you know, when people come together. And I don't know if that will be there anytime soon. So I'm thinking, what, what is the best platform for me to do things online? Do I want to do lunch and learns online? Do I want to do a half day event, a full day event? And, and how do we form those connections online? How do we network online? How do we showcase our sponsors online? So yeah, I could definitely see where there may need to be a whole new model. And the other tough part is I've started my own nonprofit called Looking for Answers. And so I'm going to need to start fundraising for that. How do you fundraise in something like this? And how do you, the, the typical fundraisers, even when money, even when people have money again, I think fundraising can change. So even though I'm just getting started with that, it's, I'm going to need to take the next month or two and think it through. Yeah. Yeah, this has been really good. I'm so <laughs> glad that you joined us this morning. Mike, do you have anything else in? Say that again. Uh, I I just one one more thing. I mean, I wrote this quote down, and and if I'm honest, it's kind of had my head spinning because I read it right before we started recording, and I haven't been able to get it out of my mind. But it does have to do with that idea of normalcy and how things are being marketed. Uh, and I kind of just wanted to read it real quick. It says, "Take a deep breath, ignore the deafening noise, and think deeply about what you want to put back in your life. This is our chance to define a new version of normal, a rare and truly sacred opportunity to get rid of the bullshit and to only bring back what works for us, what makes yeah. our lives richer." and what makes our kids happier and what makes us truly proud because we get to Marie Kondo the shit out of it all. And I think that that's a really interesting take because there are some people that are really hungry for it to return back to normal. They were comfortable. Business was good. Life was good. And there are people that are really kind of seizing the opportunity to, to do something different with it. And it's just kind of interesting to see where those perspectives are and where they're going to kind of meet in the middle. Um, so I don't know, for, for me, it's like I, I, you take the, the human aspect of it. Obviously, there's, it's a really scary time for a lot of people, and I don't mean to, to, to shine positive light on that, but just as it's affected me personally, there's a lot of stuff that I've, I've enjoyed about it, but then there's a lot of stuff from a business perspective that's been really stressful. Um, so I don't know. It's just kind of that dichotomy. There's not really a question in there. It's just that do you feel the same way? Are you more eager for it? to? you see the opportunity? Uh, Colin, do you see the opportunity or are you guys just, ah, I just wish this never happened. I wish it would return back to normal, you know? I'll let Jill answer first. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the only thing I can say on a personal note, the, the one of the good things that has happened is all three of my kids are here at home and I wasn't expecting that. I have a daughter that's graduating college and it's unfortunate because obviously her college graduation is canceled. I have a son who's in a leadership program in California. So he came home and, and whereas I'm, I'm sad for them because their lives are interrupted. There's something that's very nice when, you know, all your kids are under one roof. So it's enabling us to connect and to have some really great conversations and enjoy each other's company because they're all my kids are adults. So that part is nice. Um, as far as the rest, I would love to go back to somewhat of a normalcy because I'm a pretty passionate person and I have a lot of things I'd like to accomplish, so I would. But can I just read something? Because there was something that right before we got on the air that I, I thought might help your 
audience a little bit. Yeah, please. All right. So I don't know if you can see it, but right behind me, there is a like picture on the wall with a bunch of words. And my son gave that to me and I took a picture of it because I thought, man, if we could all just abide by this, this would be great. And it says, live the life you've always dreamed of. That's the first statement. And I thought, so what are we dreaming about? Let's take time to dream. And are we living the life we dreamed of? The next one is be fearless in the face of adversity. We have that opportunity right now. Never stop learning. We have the time to learn right now. We can watch podcasts. We can read books and do things and invest in ourselves. Use your imagination whenever possible. Again, that's a now thing. Recognize the beauty that surrounds you. You know, when you're sitting out there in your backyard and you, you hear the birds or you see what's going on, we have a time to really look and see what's around us and to Most enjoy. Monkeys it. in my case. Well, there you go. Monkeys. <laughs> I like monkeys out here. Uh. And it says, remember where you came from, but never lose sight of where you are going. Yeah. I just thought all that was really relevant for today. Yeah, no, it's, that's, that's super strong. Um, you know, and, and it's, you know, Mike, going back to your question, like I'm thinking, you know, and, and reflecting on, on that, Jill, you know, I'm sure like the business stuff, the, the remote stuff, the things with team members, which have been a little challenging and, um, you know, kind of having that, that gap, like I miss the gathering. I miss, you know, with the day, the daily huddle, seeing everybody, talking to everybody like that's been you know i i definitely miss that um <clears throat> but i think these are these opportunities these are opportunities um and i very much look at them as opportunities um you know it's and I, I know we've talked about it before but so many people do go into that dark place and do focus on the death and the sickness and yes like that stuff's out i mean it's terrible um i i look at this as as an opportunity uh, as you know I get excited thinking about what's going to birth from this and, and what the new things will, will be that, that do stick around. Um, I, I think it's funny cause I've said this multiple times, but you know, Jill, you brought up nine 11. I think nine 11 has been brought up so much in in the last month from this, from this thing. One, I think it's great that we are reflecting back to nine 11 and remembering what happened there and remembering the aftermath and and seeing what happened what happened with communities pulling together and people dying for their neighbors and like you can't you can't replace that you know and, and we're seeing a lot of that today that community that the, the support the people pulling together and everybody having each other's back and I you know I I get inspired by that um, there's no doubt that this is going to have significant impact on businesses we're going to see a lot more businesses go out of business. Uh, we're going to see a lot more people get laid off. And those are the things that are difficult. But all I can, all I can, all I can do as a, as a leader is encourage those individuals to, to do exactly what Jill just read. <laughs> right. That, that, all of that, like do, do that. And, um, and cause you're going to get through it. And I think it's, it's always a mindset thing, man. If you like, if you, if you get laid off and you look at this as like, man, like the world is ending. I just lost my job. Then, you know, that your attitude, everything's going to be ex exact reflection of that. But if you look at this as, all right, well, God's telling me it's time for the next chapter of my life and I'm going to go find that next thing and let's go. Then and like, and have faith in that. Then I believe that, you know, that mindset is a, is a lot better, a lot more positive and, and you're going to find exactly what, you know, God has intended. So, um, I get excited. 
I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what comes from this. So, and I don't have a clue what that is. And, (laughs) uh, but, but I'm excited and I, and I do, I think about it a lot. You know, I, I am, I am a dreamer and you know, it's, I mean, I even have all on my list of stuff right here. Like, dreaming is on there. <laughs> you know, it's like whether it's through through reading or just reflection. Like, it's it's becoming part of my normal routine, if you will. Um, so, I'm excited. That's my long-winded answer to that question. Is <laughs> that I'm excited. So, um. Well, let's let's wrap this up, Jill. I mean, why don't you tell everybody about where they can connect with you and where they can can they buy tickets for the event already? Like, are you guys selling them or is no? Yeah. But, but you have, but you have the date and stuff. The so date, long as you give us all, all the information and let us know where we can find the stuff once once you guys are ready to go. Yeah. So the date it's called Elevate, and the date is on September seventeenth. So people can save the date. They can go to our Facebook page. So our LeaderCast Gainesville page is where you would go. But we're changing that since we're not doing LeaderCast and we just got all our graphic work done. So within the next day or two, that'll all be updated. We'll start sharing about our speakers on our Facebook page. We'll share about our tickets real soon. So I would say the best place to go would be on the LeaderCast Gainesville Facebook page. And then also we have it for Instagram as well. Um, and then within the next month, it will be updated on my website. And that's either Advantage Media Promotions, or if people want an easier way to remember, they can just go to leadgainesville.com. Awesome. Well, very good. This has been a lot of fun. It's been fun. Thanks for having me. Colin. Yeah, no, thank, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, I'm excited to, to, to look at how this pivots for you and to see what you, you know, what, what comes from this, because uh, me knowing Jill Nash, I know it's going to be something awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, Mike, any last words, man? No, just thank you for everything you're doing in the community. And uh, I'm glad to hear you're spending some time with the family. That's, that's great. And uh, just thanks, thanks for your time this morning. Well, you're welcome. It's nice talking with both of you. All right, Gainesville. There it is, Jill Nash. Definitely connect with her and definitely look for this event in September, September 17th. It's going to be awesome. This is the WHOA GNV podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. Give us your best whoa, Jill. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know that's so good, but. <laughs> I love it. And then, and then Kristen Hadid last week, she started uh, Zoom hugs where you go like this. Zoom hugs. Uh, zoom, zoom hug <laughs> we will see you later Gainesville everybody enjoy your day bye bye